Hey everyone, I'm Priya Suchadeva and you are listening to Trending Diary, the podcast. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people starts now. Today, I'm joined with the lady born in Jamaica, Noah Lorraine. Noah loves to inspire people through her stories, poetry and fashion. Her favorite outlets include fabric, films, books and podcasts. Similar to me. This creative woman has a master's in clinical psychology. and is an award winning fashion designer. Noah is also an award nominated producer and host of Unleash Your Supernova podcast. Her book Unleash Your Supernova: A Guide to Surviving Creative Entrepreneurship will release on March 2021. The joy for guest lecturing and speaking Noah's events include universities, organizations and most recently the TEDx stage. Noah has also interviewed some of today's brightest talents including Mark Cuban, Priyanka Chopra, Kendall Jenner, Damon Joan and even more. So, she's also a super mom of four and enjoys running, reading and spending time with her family like nothing else. Can't wait to have some amazing conversation with this awesome lady. Hey Nova, welcome to Training Diary. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me this morning. Indeed, and really excited to have some valuable chat with you. Yes. Okay, now first of all, I really don't understand this thing that I'm really curious to know that you have a master in psychology and you are a renowned fashion designer. How come? Uh, <laughs> yeah, most people don't expect those two to go together. Um, you know, I started off getting a PhD actually in clinical psychology and mm-hmm. shortly after starting the program I loved the program my courses and my classmates um but I kept getting this annoying uh thought coming in my head that I had to go to New York I had to study fashion design and and it with that was how I was going to help people was through my love of fashion and it just would not go away and to the point where i had to just stop and think and pay attention and i made that leap of faith i finished up early with my masters and moved to new york and went to the fashion institute of technology and the rest was history exactly and believe me it's quite inspiration for everyone who ever thought of having a career change or have a change in the direction of their destiny so it's it's great actually yeah it was definitely a scary thing at first <laughs> especially exactly. when i was telling, yeah especially when i was sharing my new idea of leaving the phd program early and mm-hmm. going to fashion because you know getting your doctorate is pretty secure it's a sure path and do you know what the end result will be as long as you complete your studies and going into a fashion design program is completely unknown in terms of what the end the path is or the the end result would be and so i was going from the known to the unknown but what really was fueling me was my passion i mean i was absolutely in love with the industry and i couldn't get enough information to learn about it and was just really excited about this new adventure. Actually. Okay, Noah, there's one more thing that you have interviewed some of the biggest talents around the globe. Priyanka Chopra, Mark Cuban, Kendall Jenner and many more. 
so if the one best takeaway you have regarding what it takes to reach level of success and more than that what it takes to be a global icon what is that one value that you want to give to listeners that you have received from superstar i know it's not a qualification of one value only but still you think that that's an important thing that one value yeah you know each had their own um advice and their own perspective of what success is mm-hmm. so for example priyanka she had mentioned that she she when asked she said she treats her career as a religion like she was just as devoted and committed to her career as one would be to their religion and everything she set out to um accomplish she did and with adrian bailon she said for her success is when opportunity meets preparation and so if you are preparing for that goal that dream that you're holding even if it's not here yet even if it's nowhere in sight but you're preparing yourself for that then eventually when the opportunity um comes to you you will be ready for it and and that's when that that magic happens um i i believe one of the things that i find similar th- for all of them that i had interviewed was that they did have a dream that was so real it resonated within their core it was a part of who they are and were at that time and it was a place i feel like they were in a place of knowing like they made a decision this is what i'm going to do this is what i want and it was that real to them where there was no other option it was they were going to it wasn't that they weren't going to fail on the way or have challenges or obstacles they just knew that that goal was going to actualize and so it was just meeting the people asking the questions doing the preparation whatever it was they needed to do developing the right team or product um but being in that place of knowing and when you say this is what i want and having no doubt about it that it's going to happen that makes sense yeah, that's so powerful so noah your book is coming next year unless you're super noah <laughs> so yes. can we get more insights about this i miss this is the best thing unless you're super noah what does it mean unless you're super noah yes you know it's funny i um when i came up with the name it really you know of course it it holds a part of my name but it really embodies what i feel we are capable of as people as humans and i feel we all have the ability to tap and tap into our inner gifts and powers i call them the superpowers um and to be so much more brilliant and shine brighter and and to look within ourselves for those gifts for those talents not to ignore them but there are ways to to enhance them there are ways to to unleash them and you know the book provides tips and tools to help you do that so for example your mindset is a big part of that we were just talking about these icons these global icons and these uber successful creatives and entrepreneurs and when i mentioned they were in a place of knowing like what they wanted was a part of who they were and i believe that having that mindset 
that from the start is so, so important. But then also what we're going after is really a journey and paying attention to the journey, enjoying the journey, um, you know, treating it, treating this, this adventure as a game. And then when you think about being on a team, I was an athlete, when you think about being on a team and, or when you think about playing a game, even if it's a board game, there's a strategy to that game and there's a way to win. And there might be multiple ways to win. And when you are on a team for a sport, or if you were a coach coaching a team, you know, there are certain things that you're going to do. You're going to want to have the best players. You know, you're going to want to know all the rules of the game. So you know how to break them or bend them. You're going to want to make sure that everyone is trained properly, you know, so they can withstand whatever the, the physical requirements are. You're going to, I mean, there's so many things. So when you think about life and you think about your goals and you think about your dreams and just that one simple thing of having the right mindset and treating your journey with the, with the mindset of an athlete, you know, treating your, your goal as a game, like getting it as a game. And what would you do if you were playing a board game or if you were on a sports team or coaching a sports team? I mean, that simple knowledge can help you bring your dream, you know, to life. And it could help you really, you know, awaken these inner abilities that you may not have known you had. And that's just one, that's just one tip that I give in the book. And I go into much more detail. And another one, for example, is making sure that your physical emotional and mental environment are sound and support your optimal level of creativity. And again, most of us sort of take for granted the rooms we're working in, the environments we're working in, the people we're working around, you know, the level of stress we're taking into starting a project. And when you're able to optimize your physical environment, again, your emotional environment, um, and then your mental environment, your social environment, who you're around, who you're interacting with, you're able to optimize that creativity and productivity. So you have, again, some additional tools to accomplish whatever it is that you want in life. So according to you, how one can the inner brilliance? I mean, you have talked a lot about creativity. So sometimes it happens that we feel a kind of creativity block in us, which I personally don't like because what I do as a work, as a profession, business, it requires a lot of creativity. And uh, you have worked with a lot of creative entrepreneurs and you yourself is the one. So how do you manage to get back to that creativity zone, that innovation zone, that source connection? Means how do you tap into that inner brilliance? So how do I personally tap into it? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, I use a lot of techniques. Well, one, going back to the environment, I do pay attention to the colors that are around me. Um, working from home, especially now when I'm not traveling, um, making sure that it's comfortable, that it's inviting. Like when I walk into the room, there are things that I'm looking at that actually make me happy. <laughs> so, you know, for me, I love flowers. So I have sunflowers around me. Um, I love warm colors, rich colors. So I have that around me as well. And so again, it's things that are going to trigger more positive thought process and emotion. So that's one thing Two, um, if I need to be in really deep concentration about something, I make sure I prepare beforehand. And 
and trigger those emo- emo- those creative cues beforehand. So any form of exercise, being in nature, that's really beneficial. Um, so I try to get cardio in before I have a busy day that's going to be a creative day. And then also, you know, setting the, setting the mood around you. So sometimes I use music to really pull me into a, a zone, so to speak. And um, it's not music that I want to dance to per se. It's music that makes me feel good, but also keeps me really calm. So that could be jazz. It could be classical. It could be um, what they call, it's a, a, a 528, like meditation music, 528 hertz frequency. And that helps a lot. Um, also, I try to surround myself with individuals that know a lot more than I do. And I tap them often for advice and their opinion. And I always look to um, be around individuals that can help me grow in one aspect or another in my life. So those are just a few things that I do to help me bring out my, unleash my supernova. So Noah, you have been into the film industry as well. You are into acting, public speaking, and that you are doing all along with raising your four kids. So, so how, how have you handled it, it, I should say, or being a mom or being a lady? Because being a lady, you have a lot of family responsibilities as well. So, so what's about that? Yeah, it's definitely a juggle. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of juggling that's happening on a daily basis. Um, I would say I have an extremely supportive family and husband and you know, the kids, they grew up with me having a business. So they're used to me being on the phone, meeting in the car while driving them to practice. And they know to be quiet <laughs> um, or, or, you know, if I'm, you know, they're older now, but if I'm recording a show, um, they know to not, to not bother me. And um, so I think they're used to that lifestyle um, of being a child of an entrepreneur that works at no set hours and, and sometimes on the weekends and they're really, really good about it. And I would say really, it takes a lot of scheduling and, and balancing your schedule and, you know, really being mindful of your time. So I don't have a lot of fluff conversations with people on the phone because my time is limited. Um, and so I'm very thoughtful of, when I schedule meetings and how I'm spending those hours. So if I'm taking away from the children or the family that they're actually very productive, um, you know, things that I'm doing for the business. And, and I also carve out some days where I don't do any business at all. So this was a really helpful tip from one of my business coaches. I needed time to be more creative and, um, and to write more. And she said, well, why don't you just not, not do anything related to the magazine or any other of your projects and only do writing on this day and then only do family stuff on this day. And then I was like, well, how in the world am I going to get everything done in three days during the week? And, and somehow miraculously it happens. And now from sun up until sundown, I am jam packed for those three days, but I have a free day where I can really just do things for the family and, and catch up on things around the house and personal projects. And then I have a day that's dedicated just to writing. And then the rest of the day, like I said, I'm in meetings and calls and interviews and sometimes I'm traveling. 
And those days are really, really hectic and tiring and usually don't end until late and they start super early. But then I know I have that dedicated time when it's just for the children. And depending on what they're doing in their schedule, my schedule changes. So when they're, when they're in season and they have a lot of competitions and meets that they have to um, do, and I try not to miss any, then I have a certain cutoff during the day in terms of when I do business. So I might start my days earlier and I might stretch them out for more days during the week. And then I leave those afternoons to evenings free. So I'm there available to attend their different sports events. So it just depends on the time of year, but it's, I'm being very intentional on how I use my time. Great, great. Miss, that, that, that does show you are a real super mom. You're a wonderful woman in real life. <laughs> I actually love being yep. a mom. I love the whole, you know, being at the school meetings and picking them up for practice and being at their games. I really enjoy that. Cooking dinner for them, um, you know, being up to say bye when they leave out for school. So it's, I enjoy it, and which makes it a lot easier for me to make that just as a priority as my business activities. Okay, now there's one super exciting part. So there's one question that I generally ask to every guest who's coming on the show. Uh, what is the one trend that you want to see more evolving in the new world? One trend, I mean, that this thing you want to get more embraced in the upcoming era, in the upcoming decade, whatever, especially yeah. after this post-COVID. Yes, I was, I so would say that, trend? that trend that I would leave, love to see continue to grow is more of us being paying attention and being present in the now, like really not living so much in the future or the past because the future usually creates anxiety. The past creates more negative feelings like depression or anger, things like that. Frustration. You know, if you're, you're focused on a missed opportunity, you're focused on a something that you would categorize as a failure or something like that. Um, or the future, you know, worrying about something that you may not get that you really want, or, you know, is it the job? Is it the, is it the um, title, is it whatever it is that's important to you, the house or whatever. And I feel that if we're focused on the present moment, it will really help more of us be, feel that sense of peace that comes with that. And it's really hard to do if you're always focused on the next game, the next grade, the next accomplishment, you know, this, this is the life that we live in. And so having the knowledge of how to be present, how to stay present, and, you know, continue to spread. And that right now is typically done through mindfulness. And when I, when I initially heard the word mindfulness, I thought it was just for diehard yogis um, and individuals who shop at Whole Foods. <laughs> and it's so much more than that. And, and having trained in psychology, there's a lot of psychology that's in mindfulness, a lot of techniques that help you um, actually be more creative and and have a happier mindset. And a lot of it is allowing you to tap into that present moment. And there's so many ways to do it from walking to eating, to gardening, to dancing, to listening to music, to meditating, to doing yoga. Um, there's so many ways of finding your favorite technique to be present and enjoying the moment. And going back to that comment of 
you know, this is a journey that we're all on. And may it be a journey to motherhood, maybe be a journey of entrepreneurship or a journey as an athlete or a, you know, a, uh, an individual in a corporate setting. Each day is new. And it's up to us to decide how do we want to live that day? We don't want the day to run us. We want to run the day. What do you want out of that day? And just take it day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute. We're so always five years ahead, three years ahead, two weeks ahead. But if we just focus in on today, now, what, how do we want to feel? You know, who do we want to spend time with? What do we want to be doing? And my new motto this year is do more of what you love with who you love. And that became clear, especially during the COVID time, time period. So I've been sharing it with whoever wants to listen, a lot of my friends, and they've been adapting that motto. And it really helps clear the clutter. If you're doing what you love with who you love, every moment is joyful. And so it's sort of trying to get to that place. And it may take some years to get there. But if you're really intentional, it'll make a lot of your decisions clearer in terms of what you're going to do that day or that week and with who. You know what, you said it so well. Uh, what a coincidence it is. Recently, I came across with a book, uh, The New Earth. And it has the same, you know, the essence of the book is about being present, about being mindful, whatever you are doing, being ego-free, being free from, what do we say, past and future. Just be in the present because there where magic happens. Yes. And, and believe me, I'm practicing that so bad. And believe me, it's so powerful. And you, again, remind me of this fact that being present is so important to live a peaceful and good life. Really important. Absolutely. I love how you said that. And when you're being present, magic happens. It's so true. And it's, it's taken me a long time to figure that out. I, it wasn't anything I was doing for most of my life. I was always goal-oriented and ambitious. And like I said, I loved being a mom. So I was a mother when I started my businesses. So that was just something I had to adapt to and, and figuring out how to balance the two. But being mindful and present is something that I had to learn. And I, I am very much like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? I, I was always in that mindset and not taking those moments to really enjoy the accomplishments, enjoy you know, what I'm doing, like really, really mindfully appreciating, you know, how does this couch feel now that I'm sitting on it? It feels nice and soft, you know, and comfortable, you know, <laughs> and, and I think that's, if we do more of that, um, these, the high stress level and anxiety and the, the high numbers of depression and all that, that comes with that will come down. And that's what's so important. At the end of the day, we want to have a more joyful life, a happier life, a peaceful life, a healthier life. And being mindful helps increase your health in addition to your mindset and your, and your, and your emotions. And if more of us were being mindful, it will just, we're going to be kinder to each other, you know, more patient with each other, more appreciative of each other. And that in and of itself can help self solve a lot of problems around us. And we'll be the same with our surroundings, you know, more, you know, more loving of our surroundings, more mindful of our surroundings. And so I think that that is such an important yet simple concept that a lot of people don't even 
know or understand how to be present, I, you know, the techniques and tools are out there to do it. And that's the trend that I look forward to continuing to grow. And actually, I have an, um, a project that I'm working on, and it's called The Art of Now, Sensual Mindfulness. And it's, it's creating the ability for individuals to be present, you know, in the surroundings of this very artful event where couture fashion is the center of this event. So I bring in techniques and an environment that allow you to feel what being present in the moment is like. And then you could take those techniques out of the event and continue to use them in your daily life. Thank you, Nova. Thank you so much for your precious time, for sharing valuable lessons and wonderful insights of your life with the people. And yeah, I'm grateful to have you on Training Diary. Thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. And thank you for your great questions. And um, we are recording this super early in the morning. So I apologize if I have a morning voice. <laughs> I hope it worked to the advantage <laughs> no. of the show. But um, no, it's a pleasure uh, yeah. connecting with you on your show, Trending Diary. And I hope your listeners are able to you know, get something that they can find useful from our conversation. So thank you for having me as your guest. you beautiful people for listening i hope you get some value today to stay updated with more such episodes you can click on follow button and also download the previous episodes you can also found the website trendingdiary.com where you can read some interesting blogs and also follow us on instagram page of trending diary i'll see you in the next episode soon till then stay tuned god bless us all